Hey everybody, welcome back to Studs and Duds Sports. AJ here with Gorilla. Gorilla, how's it going this week? Well, it's got to be going better this week than it was last week. Not my best fantasy week. Uh, I, I I struggled last week. I, I had an off week. Yeah, same here. I had an off week in fantasy. Um, we were pretty good with our picks. I was seven and nine. I think you were uh, five and eleven. So not your greatest week for picks either. But hey, it's early in the season. Patterns haven't really developed yet, and we're still trying to figure out uh, if these good teams are really good, if they're just uh, week one or week two anomalies. But um, we are in week three for the NFL season here. And we're going to kick it off with some Thursday night action. Gorilla, you want to tell us about this Thursday night game tonight? Yeah, let's talk about Thursday night football. We have the Carolina Panthers. They're headed to Houston to take on the Texans. Uh, The Panthers are big favorites in this one with a low over under of 43.5. I think that's pretty accurate. The big story in this one, Tyron Taylor is out. He will not be playing for the Texans. Uh, Texans. Instead of starting Deshaun Watson at quarterback, they're starting rookie quarterback Davis Mills will be starting for the Houston Texans. Uh, And that accounts for the low over under as well as the Panthers being huge favorites in this one. As far as how this game is actually going to go, I think this is going to be a great game if you are a Carolina Panthers fan. Uh, Thursday night football does tend to lead to a simpler game plan, which a lot of the time incorporates a heavy run offense. I'm looking for that kind of pace in this game here, making my stud for this game, Christian McCaffrey. It's hard not to go. He's one of the best uh, running backs in the NFL. And if you're looking at DraftKings and FanDuel on that for Thursday night action, he's reasonably affordable this week. Christian making him an absolute stud, a great play for Thursday night football. As far as dud, I already brought him up once. Rookie quarterback Davis Mills. Look, he's a rookie quarterback coming into his first start in the NFL on a short week, a short preparation week against a Carolina Panthers defense that has done very well at getting to the quarterback so far this season. I'm, I'm not a fan of Davis Mills in this one. Uh, yes, every rookie quarterback, when they have their first start, they usually struggle. You don't see a whole lot of uh, luck out of them. I'm expecting that out of Davis Mills. He's not a great play this week. Why we would start a rookie quarterback on his very first start in the NFL is beyond me, but I wouldn't do it. As far as my sleeper in this one, yeah, I kind of alluded to it. I like the Panthers' defense. Yes, I'm sleepering a defense. The Carolina defense, I think, is just going to be a little bit too much for Houston to take. I think Houston's going to have a hard time moving the ball offensively, making the Panthers' defense a really safe play just due to lack of scoring ability out of Houston. Well, AJ, let's kick us off on the big day of football, Sunday, 1 o'clock action. What do you got for me? Well, let's lead it off here with the Colts at the Titans, a little AFC South action here. Um, Titans are favored by 5.5 in this one, and then over-under at 48.5. I think that line's going to move, and I also think that over-under is going to move when we really find out what's going on with Carson Wentz for the Colts. Um Speaking of this game, I'm going to stud A.J. Brown, the receiver for the Titans. Uh, look, he's averaging eight uh, eight and nine targets per game uh, in his first two games this season. He's yet to really have a bust-out game. He's got 50 yards receiving and one uh, – he's averaging about 50 yards receiving on this, uh, each game this year, uh, and he's got one touchdown this season. Uh, but he's going up against a – Colts pass defense that is absolutely horrible this year. Uh, They're giving up an average of 200 yards and two and a half touchdowns a game against opposing wide receiver groups uh, this season. So this is going to be a big week for AJ Brown in this one. I think this is really going to be a good breakout week for him. Uh, I am dudding in this one, all of the Colts tight ends, uh, Mo Alley Cox uh, and the rest of the group. I am avoiding them all this week. We don't know the status of Wentz. Uh, He has not really been targeting much of the uh, tight ends so far this season anyway. And even if Wentz doesn't start, we've got Jacob Eason, who is a younger quarterback. Uh, He's not a rookie. I think this is his second season, but he uh, did not look good last week in his limited action. Uh, And the Titans are also so far this season, giving up a whopping 0.4 points per game to opposing tight ends, 0.4 fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends. Uh, that is not good. So I am avoiding the 
Colts tight ends this week. Uh, my sleeper in this one, however, is going to be the tight end for the Titans, Anthony Ferkser. Uh, Listen, he has been kind of a forgotten man at that offense so far this season uh, with the passing game for the Titans clicking this week, especially at the wide receiver spot with the way that the Colts struggle there. I think that's also going to open up things for Anthony Ferkser and the tight end spot for the Titans. Uh, I like him this week as a really, really deep sleeper. He's super cheap in fantasy. Uh, he's got a great, he's in a great spot this week. I think he's going to find the end zone for the first time this season in this one. Uh, Gorilla, who do you have to start off your Sunday slate? Uh, let's uh, take another layup for me here. I'm going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens as they head to Detroit to take on the Lions. Uh, the Ravens are favored nine points as uh, the visiting team in this one, which is that's a huge spread for a visiting team to be favored. The over-under is higher. It's at 50, uh, at 50 on this one so far. It's really hard not to stud Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, I know he cost a little bit more in your fan duel and DraftKings, but he's on slate to go well over 30 points this week, fantasy-wise. Uh, to go even farther into that, the Detroit passing defense averages giving up 300 yards in the air a game so far and three touchdowns in the air so far a game this season. Um, that was very well for Lamar Jackson. In addition to that, with a lack of running backs for Baltimore due to injuries, Lamar Jackson also takes a lot of ground yardage as well to just bump up those numbers even more. It is really, really hard not to say Lamar Jackson is going to be an absolute monster this week. It's hard not to say, okay, here's here's the player that you want to spend up and spend more money on this week as Lamar Jackson. I'm going to dud the Detroit Lions running back DeAndre Swift. Look, when you're struggling that much to stop the pass game, it's typical that your team falls behind early on. When your team falls behind early on, they have to move a little bit quicker, score a little bit faster, and therefore the clock is your enemy as well as the run game has to be abandoned. DeAndre Swift is not going to be a good running back this week. Uh, to play fantasy-wise, I, I think that'd be a complete mistake just due to lack of volume, if nothing else. As far as sleeper plays in this one, again, I just mentioned when a team falls behind is they give up a lot of yards in the air. They have to throw the ball to get down the field quicker and uh, to work with the clock, making Jared Goff an absolute, absolute sleeper play this week. He's very cheap. He's very affordable if you decide you want to spend money and go up at another position in this week. He's going to be play, uh, throwing the ball a lot this game, making volume play alone. Jared Goff, a fantastic sleeper. AJ, who do you got? I got a rousing AFC West matchup with the Chargers at the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are favored six and a half in this one, which I think is a little inflated. And the over-under in this one is 55 and a half, which again, I think is a little inflated as well. Um, I do like the Chiefs to win this one. Uh, the Chargers are going to put up a fight, and I don't think they're going to come anywhere near that 55 uh, and a half for the over-under. This game is going to be a little bit lower scoring, I think, than Vegas expects. Um, my stud in this one is going to be Austin Eckler. Uh, again, I think the over-under in this game is going to be a bit inflated, especially with how good the Chargers have been on defense so far this season. Um, Eckler gets a great matchup here. Uh, against the Chiefs defense is giving up 160 total yards a game to uh, wide receiver or to the running back position. And they're giving up two touchdowns a game to opposing running back positions as well. Uh, I know all those Austin Eckler fans out there have been waiting for him to have a big 20 point, 25 point game. Uh, this is going to be it this week. He's got a great matchup against the Chiefs. My dud in this one is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Look, the Chargers defense has been limiting opposing quarterbacks to an average of under 10 fantasy points a game this season. That includes Dak Prescott and the high-powered Cowboys passing game. Uh, Mahomes is going to be overpriced this week for the production he's going to put up. I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is going to put up seven points this week in fantasy, but he's also not going to put up the 30 that his price is indicating he's going to put up. 
I expect somewhere around 15 total fantasy points for Holmes this week, which again makes him overpriced and not worth it. That is why he is a dud for me this week. Uh, my sleeper in this one is going to be Jared Cook. Uh, the Chiefs are giving up an average of 100 yards a game to opposing tight ends. Jared Cook is seeing around six tar- targets a game, which is a little bit low for what the uh, Chargers or for what the Chiefs have been giving up to the tight end position. But Jared Cook for the Chargers is in line for a nice day as well. So if you're looking to save some money in your tight end spot, uh, Jared Cook is your guy. Uh, moving on to our next game, Gorilla. Let's talk about the Washington football team as they're headed to Buffalo to take on my beloved Buffalo Bills. Uh, Bills favored eight and a half points in this one with an over under right in the middle, 45 and a half. Uh, I really like Josh Allen this week. Uh, we saw Daniel Jones and the New York Giants light up the Washington football team on Thursday night football. Uh, yet that left me scratching my head but it also depicted there are a lot of holes in that Washington secondary. I'm sure Buffalo is doing their research and they're going to see this and realize, hey, we have a quarterback that can throw the ball deep too. And Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen is going to be a fantastic fantasy play. He's reasonably affordable on a and FanDuel. He, he's up in the 8,000 range, which is a bit pricey, but I think he's going to be well worth it. I think he's a quarterback to go over 20 points for sure this week. Uh, Dud-wise, I'm going to dud Washington running back Antonio Gibson. Right now, the Bills are third, the third best defense in the NFL at stopping the run as far as fantasy points are concerned. They give up yardage. They do not give up touchdowns on the ground making it very difficult to start Antonio Gibson, considering he is a little bit pricier this week on FanDuel. He is not worth the production you are going to be getting away with. As far as sleeper, let's go back to my beloved Buffalo Bills. I'm talking about Devin Singletary. Well, yes, the Redskins do have a good front defense seven, and they have done reasonably well at stopping the run. Devin Singletary has become a much larger part of this offense for Buffalo than we have seen in the past few seasons. In fact, uh, Singletary and Moss in the Bills running game was one of the top running games of the week last week for the NFL against a Miami defense that was supposedly good at stopping the run as well. I think this is a great Devin Singletary sleeper week. He is incredibly cheap and your fantasy options making him a great sleeper option. Give you a little bit more room to work. So you can upgrade at other positions. AJ, who do you got? Uh, I got the Bears at the Browns. We get Justin Fields' first game as a starting quarterback uh, against the Browns this week. Browns are favored seven and a half is the home team over under uh, right in the middle around 50, 46 and a half. Um, I'm going to stud in this one, the Browns defense. Uh, they are tough on opposing teams to begin with. They get a rookie quarterback in his first start. Justin Fields is going to get his yardage with some scrambles on the ground. He's super athletic. He's going to make some plays here and there, but the Browns defense is going to confuse him. They should force some turnovers here. Uh, I'm just not a huge fan of Justin Fields this week after what I saw from him last week in limited action. Uh, I am going to dud uh, Nick Chubb in this one. Um, Listen, the Bears at this point in the season are only giving up 70 yards a game on the ground and have only given up one rushing touchdown to opposing teams so far this season. Uh, Chubb is going to have a rough go of it in this one, so I am passing on him. I am, however, going to sleeper. It's been a while since I've talked about him. Odell Beckham Jr., good old OBJ. Uh, Look, Jarvis Landry is going to be out for a few weeks. Odell Beckham is looking like he's going to be active this week. So keep an eye on his injury status, but he is in line for a huge target share, especially with the limited talent at the wide receiver position for the Browns. Uh, They've been bringing in receivers to work out this week with all the injuries that they've had. So if OBJ is healthy, he gets to go against a Bears defense that is giving up almost 43 fantasy points a game to opposing wide receiver groups. 43 points a game is huge. When you take into account there's usually three wide receivers that are scoring points in a fantasy game. Uh, You're talking about a 15 ish point game on average for all three of the receivers. Uh, And that's, 
if your third receiver is getting decent points. If not, your star receiver is going to be getting more than that. Odell Beckham is super cheap right now. He hasn't played in a while. He's He's been hurt. Uh, he's been kind of an afterthought in the fantasy universe. So with him coming back this week, he gets an awesome matchup. Uh, and it's going to be a good welcome back game for him. So I like OBJ as a sleeper as long as he's healthy. Uh, Gorilla, who's on tap for you? I can't believe I'm going to talk about this game right now and talk about it the way I'm going to. But let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Giants. Uh, Giants are favored three points. That's home field advantage with a higher over-under of 48. Why is the over-under higher? Because neither team can stop a thing. Uh, <laughs> this is, a, weirdly enough, this is a fantastic, I mean, a fantastic football game. Uh, for fantasy options, there's a lot of really cheap options in there that are going to put up points because neither team can really stop anything. I'm looking for this game to be played in the air. I really like Kenny Galladay uh, this week as, as a stud wide receiver in this one. He's look, all the Giants receivers are are cheap this week. There's a lot of good options. Kenny Galladay is incredibly cheap as a number one wide receiver especially when you're playing against an offense or defense like the Atlanta Falcons who give up so much yardage in the air volume alone is going to put him well over 15 points. Uh, and that's, that's, and, and I think that's low end with him not putting in touchdowns. So I think that is an absolutely fantastic play. However, when a game is played in the air, like this game is going to be oftentimes the running game is forgotten about you end up, falling for that shootout bug, and that's probably what's going to happen here. So I'm going to dud the Atlanta running back, Mike Davis. Look, we haven't seen much out of Mike Davis all year. Don't look for it to start in this game. Not not the best game to start Mike Davis. Again, this game will be played in the air. But again, when you have a shootout game, uh, just because the Giants are the favorite team doesn't mean the Atlanta Falcons won't be able to throw the ball as well. Look for Matt Ryan to be a great sleeper. Oftentimes, we don't take the underdog quarterbacks as serious fantasy options. And in this instance, both quarterbacks are good fantasy options in this one. I got a sleeper, Matt Ryan. I know that is absolutely crazy to talk about both offenses being good and both teams having fantasy options when we're talking about the Falcons and Giants. But I am. I. That's weird, AJ, right? <laughs> uh, It's kind of weird, but... I mean, how undervalued are all the Giants, though? When's the oh, last they're, time? They're ridiculously cheap. <laughs> so, remember, like, a year and a half ago, before Saquon Barkley's ACL injury, and he was, like, an $11,000 running back in FanDuel? Yeah. Yep. He's 6000 this week. Right. And uh, Kenny Galladay and Shepard are 6400 and 5600 respectively. It's it's hard not to really look at those guys and being hmm, maybe this is worth taking the risk. Yeah, it's a good week to stack uh, Giants. I think if you want to go cheap at a couple of positions, you can stack some Giants, get some good points, and then really pay up for some other spots. Agreed. All right, AJ, what do you got next for us? Uh, next up, I got the Saints at the Patriots. A couple of years ago, this would have been a dream matchup to watch. This season, eh. <laughs> uh, the Patriots are favored by their home with three with an over under 41 and a half, which is one of the lowest of the week. Uh, I am studying in this one, the Patriots defense. That's right. I have studying two defenses this week. Uh, Patriots are only giving up 12 points a game to opposing quarterbacks. That's 12 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, they haven't really played any great quarterbacks yet, but Jameis Winston is also not a great quarterback. And bad Jameis Winston showed up last week. Uh, look, we know he's prone to bad games. We also know that Jameis Winston uh, from his days in Tampa Bay is used to throwing uh, passes to the other team for touchdowns as well as his own. So I like the Patriots defense a lot this week. Uh, they also boast a top 10 rushing defense and have yet to give up a rushing touchdown to running back this season. So uh, I'm not a huge fan of the, of the Saints offense in this one. Um, I am also dotting Jameis Winston in this one. As I just mentioned, the Patriots defense has been stout in their first two games this year. I don't see that changing at all. Uh, Jameis is going to have a hard time on Sunday. He's going to probably throw a couple of picks here and maybe even go back to pick six Jameis Winston. Who knows? Uh, but I am not starting him at all this week. 
My sleeper in this one is going to be Nelson Aguilar. Uh, he gets the benefit of being on an absolutely terrible wide receiving core. So <laughs> somebody has to catch the ball in New England. Um, New Orleans pass defense is not as good as it used to be. Uh, and Aguilar is in line for a nice volume play this week. So I like Aguilar as a nice sleeper for the Patriots. Gorilla, who's up next for you? Let's talk uh, AFC North action right here. As the Cincinnati Bengals, they are headed to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. The Steelers are favored three and a half points. Again, three points is home field advantage. A low over under of 43.5 in this one. Look, neither of these teams have really, both these teams have shown some inconsistencies this year. I'm looking for that to kind of continue in this one. However, I really like the Cincinnati running game in this one. While Buffalo, Buffalo was able to run the ball against Pittsburgh, but kind of abandoned it to throw the ball. Uh, and we saw Pittsburgh subject to the run against the Raiders as well. So I'm looking for Joe Mixon to have a fantastic game running the ball for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, I'm calling you Joe Mixon again. It's weird. But uh, moving on to my dud, Trent Richardson. I mean, Najee Harris. Well, really, they're the same person. Um, I'm looking for Harris to, to, to continue his stumble into the NFL in this game against the Bengals defense that has done reasonably well job at keeping running backs from getting too much action in this one. There is going to be something on the ball. I think uh, the Pittsburgh offense is going to be throwing the ball to an extent as well as I think Joe Burrows and Cincinnati are going to have some success throwing the ball. I really like Bengals tight end at CJ Uzama as a sleeper play this week. I'm sleepering uh, the Cincinnati Bengals tight end. Well, I think the Steelers are the favorite to win this game. I think Joe Burrows is not going to go down without a fight. I think there's going to be a lot of checkdowns just because the uh, secondary for the Steelers does a very good job for the most part. And looking for C.J. Uzama to be a fantastic sleeper option in this game. A.J., are you uh, on the 4 o'clock games here? Uh, I think I have one more 1 o'clock game. The Cardinals and the Jaguars. Uh, The Cardinals are favored by 7.5 in this one. The over-unders of 51.5. Vegas is expecting this to be a blowout, as am I. Um, my stud in this one is going to be early season MVP candidate, Kyler Murray. He gets to face a Jacksonville Jaguars defense that is giving up 22 fantasy points a game to opposing quarterbacks. And they haven't played anyone near as good as Kyler Murray. So that's, that's not good for the Jaguars. Um, I'm dunning the Jacksonville defense because they're absolutely terrible. Uh, they're a bottom tier. They're a bottom five defense in almost every category. Uh, stopping the run, stopping the pass, stopping opposing quarterbacks, stopping tight ends. I don't care what it is. They're not good. Uh, they've been flat out giving up huge points uh, to opposing teams this season. I am dunning them big time in this one. I am going to sleeper in this one. The Arizona running back Chase Edmonds. Um, listen, I don't know how long the Cardinals are going to keep splitting carries between Edmonds, who is averaging 5.4 yards a carry, and James Conner, who's averaging 3.3 yards per carry. Uh, Chase Edmonds is also a viable back out of the backfield. He catches passes out of the backfield in the passing games to help out Kyler Murray. That's something James Conner absolutely does not do. So Edmonds all season has been the better back and should be treated like it. Uh, the Jaguars are the 24th ranked fantasy defense against running backs this season, uh, which means Edmonds should be in line for a big day. Should Bruce Arians finally use him as a lead back like he's supposed to. Uh, I believe that brings us to four o'clock games. Gorilla, you want to kick us off with some four o'clock action? Yeah, we have a, a real darn burner here I'm going to talk about. Let's talk about the Jets as they had the Denver to take on the Broncos, the undefeated Denver Broncos, who are favored 10 and a half points in this one with a low over under of 41. In other words, they think that the Jets are just going to be uh, walking around to eat and glue during this game. And I tend to think that that's right. Some statistics here for the Denver Broncos so far this season in the air, they average giving up. 160 yards a game on the ground the Denver defense averages giving up 60 yards a game making that the reason why the Denver defense Denver team 
is undefeated right now. I'm a big fan of defensive football, and I'm kind of enjoying this Denver defense. They are an absolutely shut down defense, and I love watching that. And against a team like the Jets, oh, the Jets are going to be lucky to get any uh, get a first down in this game here. It's hard not to absolute stud the Denver defense in this one. Uh, you have to stud the Denver defense in this one. And brings me to my dud, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson. Yep, you're not going to see much out of this rookie in this one. I actually kind of feel bad for the guy, even though he's a division rival in this one. I do not like Zach Wilson. I think he's in trouble in this game. I uh, think, uh, man, I, I wouldn't wish this upon uh, upon my enemy in this one here to play against him. However, for my sleeper playing this one, I'm going to go Denver running back Melvin Gordon. We haven't seen a whole lot of, out of Melvin Gordon, but I think when you have a shutdown defense, the running game is usually utilized more often than the passing game. The Denver passing game has not been the greatest this year. Low for Melvin Gordon to be a volume play at sleeper as well. If you really want a start an offensive player from this game, if not, I probably would just stick with the Denver defense in this one and move on to plenty other fantastic football games. And do you want to continue us on before o'clock action? Uh, yeah, next up we have the Miami Dolphins and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Raiders are favored by three and a half in this one over under right around 45 and a half. Uh, this is a game that's going to feature one backup quarterback and possibly a second one. So there's a whole lot of unknowns kind of going into this one here. Uh, my stud in this one is going to be Miles Gaskin. Uh, listen, the Dolphins came out yesterday, said Tua is not going to play. So that's going to limit their passing game. Jacoby Brissett is going to be starting quarterback for the Dolphins. He is a veteran. He's been around the block a little bit. So he does have some fantasy appeal to some. Uh, I'm not starting him this week. But Miles Gaskin is your guy, I think. Um, I like the Dolphins to kind of focus on the run game. Uh, Gaskin's a great all-around back. So he's going to help Brissett running some of those passes or some of those routes out of the backfield. Uh, and the Raiders are giving up an average of 100 yards game and a touchdown to opposing running backs this season. So it's a good week for Miles Gaskin here. I am dudding. Uh, well, I was originally going to dud Tua. I wrote this up before they announced he's out. I'll just dud Jacoby Brissett. Um, I don't like backup quarterbacks. I don't like backup quarterbacks against pass rushes that are really good, like the Raiders. Um, and I, I just don't like the matchup here for the Dolphins offense. So I'm going to dud. Uh, Jacoby Brissett in this one. I am going to sleeper Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is the Raiders running back. He moved on from Arizona, went to the Raiders. Uh, Josh Jacobs looked like he's going to be out in this one. We don't know the status of Derek Carr in this one. Uh, Derek Carr is banged up. So if he does play, he may not be as effective as normal. Uh, I look for Drake to have an expanded role in this one, especially against a Dolphins defense that absolutely got run by the Buffalo uh, rushing offense last week. And so far in the season, Dolphins are giving up 26 fantasy points a week to opposing running backs. So this is a good week for Kenyon Drake. Uh, Gorilla, who's up next at 4 o'clock for you? Let's talk about Seattle Seahawks. They're headed to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Seahawks favor two points with a high over under of 55 in this one. The thing in this game is going to be a high score, and I tend to agree. Defensively, the Minnesota Vikings average 300 yards a game to opposing quarterbacks. Seattle Seahawks average 250 yards a game to opposing quarterbacks. Both teams are subject to the pass. I'm looking for both teams to have success throwing the ball, therefore. I'm going to stud Russell Wilson from Seattle. I like Russell Wilson. I also really like Tyler Lockett. Both are incredibly affordable this week. If you're looking for a quarterback wide receiver duo, I think it's a fantastic option in this one. Look for the Seattle passing game to be absolutely lit. As far as I'm going to dot in this one, defense, all of the defense, every last bit of defense. While both teams are suspect to yardage, neither team really is known for getting all that many turnovers as well making the defense an absolute, absolute mess of a play in this one here. And as far as my sleeper, yes, I'm sleepering the opposing quarterback again. Kirk Cousins in this one. I said both teams are going to be able to throw the ball. Kirk Cousins is going to be an option to throw the ball. A little bit cheaper option at quarterback as well. Again, if you're looking to uh, take, a, take a step back, 
spend a little less at quarterbacks, so you can spend more money at other positions. I think Kirk Cousins is a fantastic sleeper option to this one. Really, is an overall for the game. Offense, good. Defense, bad. Both teams able to throw the ball. A lot of good fantasy options in that game. Really not too much you could go wrong on in that one. AJ, Hugh, who do you got for 4 o'clock? Uh, last four o'clock game we're going to talk about is the Buccaneers going to LA and taking on the Rams. Buccaneers are favored one and a half as the road team in this one with an over under at 55 and a half. I don't know if I like that too much. I think this is going to be a high scoring game. I don't know if the Buccaneers are going to win it though. Uh, my stud in this one can be Matt Stafford. Why am I studying Stafford over nine touchdown Tom Brady? Well, it's easy. The defenses, <laughs> the Bucks have not been a great defense against opposing uh, quarterbacks this season, while the Rams have been much better. Uh, Stafford is playing against a Tampa team that has given up a lot of points to opposing quarterbacks and wide receivers on the season, so he's in line for a great uh, week this week. Uh, moving on to my dud of this game is going to be the combination of Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. Uh, I think this game is going to be a shootout. I think they're going to focus more on the passing games here than the running games. Uh, and that Rams run defense is also very good. Uh, so I look for the Bucks uh, run games to really struggle in this one. My sleeper here is going to be Robert Woods. Uh, Cooper Cup has so far been Stafford's favorite target so on the season, and Woods is kind of been a forgotten guy in this one. But the Buccaneers are giving up an average of 216 yards and two touchdowns a week to opposing wide receiver groups. Not all of that is going to go to Cooper Cup. I look, I think Robert Woods is going to have a big game here. I think he's in line for a decent week and he is super cheap. So he is in line. So he is a good sleeper option there. Gorilla, you want to bring us to Sunday night football? Sunday night football. We have the Green Bay Packers. They are headed to San Fran to take on the undefeated 49ers. There's a phrase I never thought I would say. Uh, the 49ers favored three and a half points higher over under at 50. And this one, this is going to be a very classic one game against the pass game. And this one, the Packers uh, are going to have more success running the ball. The 49ers have struggled to stop the run so far this year. However, the 49ers do a great job at stopping the pass where Green Bay has been more suspect to the passing attack so far this season. So I'm with that being said, I'm going to stud Aaron Jones, Green Bay running back in this one. This is a fantastic game for him against San Fran struggles to stop the run. So look for Aaron Jones to be an absolutely fantastic stud play for Sunday night action. I'm going to dud Robert Tunyon, the tight end for Green Bay in this one. Right now, San Fran has held tight ends to less points than any other team in the NFL or just about any other team in the NFL at this point, making the Green Bay tight end absolutely horrible option this week. Now, I did say that the Packers are suspect of the pass. I believe that to be true. And it brings me to my sleeper at this one, San Francisco wide receiver, Debo Samuel. Look, he's very, very cheap in your FanDuel and DraftKings League. He's in the 6,000s, and to get a wide receiver one in the 6,000s, they're a number one wide receiver for a team in the 6,000s, a team that's undefeated, that's almost unheard of. So that's a fantastic sleeper play. He's incredibly cheap if your leagues uh, are including the night games in them. I recommend Debo Samuel at wide receiver for you. AJ, you want to uh, take it home on Monday Night Football? Monday night football, my beloved Philadelphia Eagles in prime time against them, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are favored three and a half as a home team over under 51 and a half. So a semi higher scoring affair here. Uh, like in this one, I'm stunning Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I've studied every week so far this season. He had a not great la uh, week last week against San Francisco and still put up 25 points. Uh, his rushing ability his ability to score touchdowns on the ground makes him uh, a pretty safe play every week. His his uh, price in daily has kind of caught up to him, but it's still a little undervalued. So I like him this week against a uh, Cowboys defense that is nowhere near as good as the 49ers defense. I am dudding big Zeke in this one. Uh, look, Ezekiel Elliott usually gives the Eagles fits uh, and has some big games against them. 
but he has really fallen off quite a bit in this one, and he's losing losing a bunch of snaps to Tony Pollard. Uh, so I'm dotting him here. I think Tony Pollard is going to get more of the snap share in this one, and Zeke is going to kind of uh, not have as many opportunities to destroy this Eagles defense this week. Uh, speaking of the Eagles defense, they're my sleeper this week. Uh, they've had some opportunities for turnovers. They just haven't capitalized on them yet so far this season, but they are a top six. Uh, they're top six in fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks, and they are number one defense in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Gorilla, when's the last time? If I told you coming into this week that the Philadelphia Eagles were number one in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Would you think that uh, that was a joke or what? Yeah, no, I, I think you were just trying to boost your team's numbers, but uh, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they've are they averaged, or, and they've played against Calvin Ridley and Debo Samuel. So these are two guys that are, uh, you know, stud uh, t- number one type wide receivers. Uh, and they've also been really good against tight ends. They shut down George Kittle and the... Uh, man child monster and Kyle Pitts that everyone was touting to destroy them in week one. So they've been really good at stopping opposing quarterbacks and passing games. Uh, they are only allowing an average of 88 yards a game to opposing wide receiver groups. That's not wide receivers. That's the, that's not one wide receiver or each wide receiver. They're averaging giving up 88 yards a game to opposing a wide receiver groups, the whole group of them. And they've only allowed one touchdown to a wide receiver on the season. So they are a great sleeper this week against a Cowboys team that focuses on their pass game more than their rushing game. Uh, that wraps us up for our game recaps and brings us to our studs, duds, and sleepers of the week. These are the guys that Gorilla and I feel like you should be starting in your lineups. Uh, these are great plays. Some of them are cheaper. Some of them are more expensive. But Gorilla, let's kick us off with the quarterback. Who's your quarterback of the week? I like Russell Wilson for the Seattle Seahawks this week. I talked about it in the write-up. Russell Wilson against that Minnesota defense. That Minnesota passing defense gives up a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns to opposing quarterbacks. I'm looking for Russell Wilson to really step up and have himself a fantastic game. Uh, On the other side of things, same last name, very different result. My dud, Zach Wilson. Yeah, two Wilsons, both quarterbacks. One's great, and not so much. Uh, against that really, really stellar Denver defense. I'm all in on that Denver defense. I think they're absolutely fantastic. I think Zach Wilson is having a rough go of it in his rookie season, and that is going to continue. Sleeper, again, I can't believe I'm saying it. Daniel Jones is a fantastic sleeper quarterback option. He's incredibly cheap, He's uh, and he's, he's a fantastic option this week at quarterback. As sleeper again, two New York quarterbacks. One of them's a sleeper this week. AJ, who do you got in quarterback? I am studying Lamar Jackson against the Lions. Um, I I can't say this enough. The Lions defense is awful. Um, Lamar Jackson could put up a hundred fantasy points this week by halftime. That's how bad this Lions defense is. Lamar Jackson is absolutely my stud this week. He is well worth paying up for. He's going to at least get three times his value. Uh, There's nothing, there's not much more I can say about that. I mean, Lamar Jackson, if you're not starting him this week, uh, he's, he, he should be the quarterback one of the week, not just top three. He should be the highest scoring quarterback of the week easily. Um, I am dunning Patrick Mahomes this week. I don't like the matchup and I don't think his value matches what his point total is going to be. Uh, again, I'm not saying that he's going to score five fantasy points, but if he only scores 15, he's not worth his value in fantasy. So I'm staying away from him this week. I am sleepering Daniel Jones for the Giants. Uh, Gorilla talked about him quite a bit in their write-up. He just talked about him again as his sleeper of the week. He was in my lineup to start the week with my preliminary fantasy lineup just to see where I could fit everybody in. And I couldn't believe how cheap Daniel Jones was against an awful Atlanta secondary. So he is a nice sleeper play this week as well. Gorilla, who you like at running back? At running back, I, I'm going to start. This is the first time I've really stuttered him all year, which is a little bit weird because I am a huge fan. I'm going to start Derrick Henry. I just like the matchup for him. I think it's going to be a really good week for him. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that indie team right now, especially with the potentially uh, damaged Carson Wentz. Uh, so there, I really like, I really like Derrick Henry this week. 
as a stud running back. Dudwise, DeAndre Swift for the Detroit Lions. We talked about it in my write-up. Lamar Jackson is going to light them up, much like AJ just said. Uh, Detroit's going to be abandoning that run game really, really quick if they're going to have any sort of chance whatsoever at keeping up with this Baltimore offense. DeAndre Swift is going to be simply an afterthought. Sleeper-wise, we're headed to my beloved Buffalo Bills. Devin Singletary. Look, the Bills have been using their running game a lot more these last couple weeks. They've been catching teams off guard and looking for that to continue. Singletary is averaging five yards a carry, five-some yards a carry right now. He's a great option for them. I see what it can do on your team. He's a good sleeper option. AJ, who do you got at running back? Uh, this week, my stud running back is going to be Dalvin Cook. I love Dalvin Cook this week. Uh, he's got a great matchup against the Seahawks. Uh, this game is going to be a shootout. This game is going to be high scoring. It's going to be fast paced. Uh, Minnesota has already said that their offense usually runs through Dalvin Cook anyways, which I completely agree with. He's involved in the passing game as well as the running game. Uh, I like the matchup this week. I think Dalvin Cook is worth paying up for. He's due for a big breakout game. I think this might be it. Uh, I am dudding Najee Harris for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, Gorilla talked about it. Uh, Gorilla called him the new age uh, Trent Richardson. Uh, I Gorilla and I are on the same page. I've been calling this kid Trent Richardson 2.0 since like <laughs> pre-draft process. Uh, he just reminds me. I mean, okay, Najee Harris is involved in the passing game, right? So you're going to get some points out of him in the passing game. He scored a touchdown last week in the passing game. But I, I don't trust a guy that barely averages three yards a carry. I, I just can't do it. And the Pittsburgh offense is not that great right now. They try to run everything through Najee Harris, and you can't run an offense through anybody that runs for three yards a carry. So I'm dying Najee Harris. Um, I'm sleeping Austin Eckler. Um, I talked about in my write-up. Austin Eckler's had... Uh, a couple of 10 and 11 point games so far in the season. I think this is the week where he busts out and is a true running back one and gets his 20 to 25 points. Uh, if you can trade for Austin Eckler before the, before he kick off on Sunday and get him in your lineup, I would do it. Austin Eckler is going to start taking off here in fantasy land. Uh, this is going to be his bust out week to introduce himself to all of you fantasy players that thought he'd be a running back one. Uh, let's move on to some wide receivers. Gorilla, who you like in there? I'm doubling down on the Seattle offense uh, and wide receiver Tyler Lockett. Uh, I think he's going to put up 20-some-plus points, and he's incredibly cheap this this week in your, uh, your weekly drafts, uh, making Tyler Lockett an absolute fantastic. Anytime you can get a player that's six between six and 8,000, but you know they're going to put up over 20 points, it's a no-brainer. It's a great option. I really like Tyler Lockett this week. Dotting, I'm going to tonight's game. The Houston Texans, Brandon Cooks. Look, you got the running rookie quarterback who's going to try things out there. I'm not looking for him to have a whole lot of success, uh, success in this one, especially not going to the outside and going deeper to wide receivers like Brandon Cooks. If he's going to have any sort of success, it's going to be short, little nickel and dime passes in the middle of the field. Brandon Cooks is going to be an absolute dud. I'll be surprised if he really sees much of the ball at all tonight. As far as my sleeper, Debo Samuel. Yeah, look, he is a wide receiver one. As far as I'm concerned, he's an absolutely fantastic talent. We didn't see as much out of him last week against Philadelphia as we will see in future weeks. But Debo Samuel is a wide receiver one. He's got the right matchup this week. Love for him to bounce back. Fantastic as a cheaper wide receiver option. AJ, who do you got this week? I'm studying AJ Brown for the Titans. I talked about him in my write-up. He gets a great matchup against a team that gives up tons of fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. This is AJ Brown's big week to bust out here. I am dudding Amari Cooper against my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Talked about it. They're giving up 88 yards a game to opposing wide receiver groups. That's about 30 yards per, per receiver. Uh, I don't like Amari Cooper this week. I am sleepering Hollywood Brown for the Ravens. Look, he gets to play against the Lions. I, I could score 30 fantasy points playing against the Lions. So Marquise Hollywood Brown uh, should absolutely show out this week. And he is super cheap in your dailies. Gorilla, that tight end position, it's pretty thin. Who do you like? It is a very thin week as far as tight ends go. A uh, little bit of little bit of trivia going into my stud play here. This is Tom Brady's very first game 
in LA. I don't know. Weird, right? Somebody that's been in the league for 70 years, it feels like. Uh, this is his first time playing in LA. I'm going to the stud Gronk. Yeah, the Tom Brady uh, tight end Gronkowski in this one. Look, he's still playing. We've seen a lot more out of him this year than we did last year at this point in time. I'm looking for that to continue in this one. I really like Gronk to find the end zone. Uh, as far as my dud, Jack Doyle, the Indianapolis Colts tight end. I'm not a fan of him this one. I'm really not a fan of much of the Colts. A lot of uncertainty as to who's playing in this game here. I'm, I, I just avoid that at all costs. As far as sleeper in this one, I'm going Denver Broncos, Noah Font. Look, we know they're going to be throwing the ball some. They're not going to be heading it off all game. And when you have a defense like that and you know you're shutting down the other team, you're going to want to nickel and dime and eat away at that clock. A lot of the time, the tight end places it. And the more I watch this Noah Font kit out of Denver, the more I like him. He shows up each and every week, and he's a little bit better each time. He's improving every single game. AJ, who do you got at tight end? At tight end, I love me some TJ Hawkinson this week. Uh, look, the Lions are going to have to throw the ball to keep up with Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore has been giving up a lot of points to opposing tight ends. I know that they've played against the likes of uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, other decent tight ends so far this season, but uh, TJ Hawkinson is really kind of becoming that third option at tight end uh, outside of Gronk and Kelsey. So I like Hawkinson a lot this week. His price hasn't caught up to his production yet in fantasy. So he's a great stud play. I'm dunning Logan Thomas for the Washington football team. Buffalo has been really, really tough on opposing tight ends so far this season. So I think Logan Thomas is going to have a rough go of it against Buffalo. And I'm sleepering. I'm going to double down on him. Jared Cook, I talked about him in my write-up. He gets a great matchup this week for the Chargers uh, against the Chiefs. So I, I like Jared Cook as a possible cheap sleeper this week. Uh, kicker time. Let's talk about, because kickers are people too, and they're also fantasy players too. So Gorilla, who you got a kicker this week? I got Ryan Suckup for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, I don't know who's going to win that game between the Buccaneers and Rams, but I think it's going to be high scoring on both sides of things. Therefore, both kickers are fantastic options. I'm just going with the Tampa Bay guy right there. As far as my duds, Matt Amendola from the New York Jets. Yes, I'm really picking on the Jets this week, and I'm cheering for the Denver defense, but you're not going to kick any field goals if you never see the opponent's side of the field back uh as far as my sleeper option this one i am going to cleveland i'm going to chase mclaughlin the kicker for the cleveland browns against the chicago bears team that i'm really not seeing a whole lot of life out of uh just a good kicker option there aj who do you got for kickers i'm starting off in seattle with jason myers uh i think that team that game is going to be fairly high scoring uh, Seattle is a good team. They're going to put up their touchdowns, but they're also going to stall out some drives and kick some field goals. Jason Myers in line for a big week this week. I'm dudding Aldrick Rosas for the New Orleans Saints. I, I don't like either of the offenses in this game. I don't think either one's going to be able to really effectively move the football. Uh, Rosas might be in line for a couple of long field goals, which will kind of buffer his fantasy value a little bit, but I don't like games that don't have a lot of points scored in them. So Rosas is my dud this week. I am going to sleeper. We haven't talked about him all season. He might be my favorite kicker of all time. Rodrigo Blankenship. The glasses is back on my radar. Uh, look, if Carson Wentz plays, um, the Colts offense so far this season has been good enough to get on the other side of the 50, but not really punch, punch it in for the touchdowns. So uh, I like Blankenship in this one to be in line for, you know, a couple of field goals, a couple of extra points. He should get you right around 10 points. That's good enough for sleeper for the purveyor of all eyewear, Rodrigo Blankenship. Uh, let's talk about some defense, Gorilla. Now, uh, I'm pretty sure if you've been paying attention to what I've said all, uh, all, all episode here, you know who my stud defense is going to be. Denver. Yes. That's right. The Denver Broncos. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's a no-brainer. It's a layup. Uh, they're going to completely shut down this New York Jets offense. 
it's hard not to like them as a stud defense this week. As far as studding goes, I'm going to go with the Rams defense. Look, it's not necessarily that I think the Rams have a bad defense, but against Tampa Bay, that game is just going to really go up in points. Uh, it's going to be hard to put up anything great in that one just because it's such a high-scoring affair. As far as my sleeper plays here, I'm thinking my beloved Buffalo Bills is my sleeper defense in this one. I think it's a good matchup against that Washington football team. I'm looking for them to have some real success in that game. AJ, who do you got for defense? Studding New England Patriots defense against, I like to throw pick sixes, Jameis Winston. Uh, (laughs) There's not really much to say about that. Uh, That pretty much just lays it out there for you. Uh, I like the Patriots this week. I, they have a good defense. They're they're really good at confusing opposing quarterbacks. Uh, we saw with Zach Wilson. I know Bill Belichick really, really, uh, it, you know, throws it all against uh, rookie quarterbacks and rookie quarterbacks have a hard time against them. Uh, Jameis Winston still can't see. I'm pretty sure he's legally blind, not just colorblind. So he's going to be throwing passes all over the field to whoever is open, whether it's on his team or not. So the Patriots are my pick this week. I'm dudding the Jaguars. I talked about them in my write-up. I dudded them in my write-up for that game as well. Uh, Any defense that averages giving up 30 points a game is not a defense I'm going to be starting. Uh, And I am sleepering my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Look, this is going to be a test for them to see how good they really are, but they've played against some pretty high-powered offenses so far this season and shut them down, especially in the passing game. So I like Philly to get after the quarterback this week. I like them to really shut down the Cowboys passing game and possibly pull off the upset on Monday night. All right. That just about does us there. Uh, Really only one similarity this week. uh, And that was our sleeper quarterback, Daniel Jones of of, of all people in there. Uh, Interesting. It's going to be a fun fantasy week. There's a lot of good games to watch. A lot of, a lot of exciting football coming up. That's right. Gorilla, aside from your beloved Buffalo Bills, what's one game you keep an eye on this week? Uh, honestly, I I can't get over that that Rams-Buccaneers game. I think that's going to be an absolute blast to watch. There's going to be so many, so much, so much scoring in that game. It's hard not to really be into that one. Yeah, I think that one's going to be a good one. I also really like the Minnesota-Seattle game. I think that's going to be a great game uh, that a lot of people are kind of ta- not talking about, but I think that's going to be a good fantasy game. And I really like the Chargers and the Chiefs. I think the Chargers have a great, great opportunity to pull off a massive upset this week. I'm finding myself cheering for that Justin Herbert at quarterback. I find myself liking him. Yeah, I really I like Justin Herbert at quarterback. Him. And and the other the other team I'm finding myself really cheering for this year is the Arizona Cardinals. Well, I don't think that's necessarily going to be a great game. I'm just having fun watching that team play. For sure, there's a lot of good fantasy options this week. There's a lot of good football this week. A lot of good matchups. So it's going to be a great uh, week to just sit on your couch and enjoy watching football all day. Um, and that's what we're going to do starting tonight. Um, that's going to wrap us up this week. We'll be back for some week four action and we'll talk about maybe a little bit of this week three, how our picks pulled out. Um, but for gorilla, I am AJ and we will see you next week.